Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. And I have a good friend, no stranger to the podcast, Brother Bob Lee, once again. Hello, Brother everyone. Lee. Glad to be back. Yes, and we did miss another week, and I, I'm, I'm just kind of owning it at this point. Every now and then it's going to happen, and it, again, it wasn't because we just didn't want to. We were out of place. I took the microphone with me yet again with all the good intentions in the world of doing a podcast when we were in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Peak slash Bible Quizzing Conference Tournament, and... Yeah, just didn't happen. So it was a pretty busy day, and I really did think about it this time. Like I was trying to like figure out where to squeeze it in, and it was really tough. Like I trying to find a place to do it and and, and uh, someone to do it with. Anyway, it just got more complicated than I was willing to deal with. So I skipped it uh, for last week, uh, but we're going to make up for it today. I hope uh, we're going to talk about a few different things, including that peak yeah. Bible quiz tournament. And then we have some other subjects that, of course, we're going to cover uh, last Sunday. And we also have kind of a cool announcement. Brother Lee, if you can help me, rem- don't help me not to forget <laughs> that kind okay. of cool announcement at the very end uh, about what we're going to start doing okay. on okay. Sunday. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's start with the Bible quizzing tournament. And Brother Lee, this last week, I wasn't here in Rialto and you weren't in Tulsa. I don't believe you, you no, weren't in right? this year. Um, but it really brought to mind that everything, every department of the church can be a ministry that can be useful for children's ministry. Um, they're not separate, distinct uh, departments that never overlap. Uh, sometimes we can get kind of possessive of our uh, our little, I don't know, domain. You know, if, you, if you're not careful, I, I've seen it in apostolic churches where it's like, this is Sunday school, leave it alone, don't touch it. Well, it's it's really sad because I think we missed some big opportunities. And it was really revealed to me when I saw from Foxworth, Mississippi, their Bible quiz team, Quizzing Nationals. They were, first of all, very good. And if you saw them, you wouldn't think a thing about it, except if you heard their backstory. And their backstory was that they're all bus kids. Almost wow. every one of them are bus riders. That's amazing. So uh, if I get this right, and, and if somebody can can correct me on a few facts that, that I, I may get wrong, but I'm pretty sure that, that during the mid-year when they had most of their kids quizzing, they had 16 bus kids quizzing at one time. And if you're a stranger to Bible quizzing, that may not sound incredible. But let me tell you, it's hard to get your own kid to study, let alone 16 <laughs> kids that may, may not have the natural discipline of learning and, and studying uh, that, 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 that maybe you know, our own kids might have through, through Bible quizzing and other, other means. So seeing what they did was just unreal. I guess the, the story is that Sister Joy Gatlin from Foxworth, Mississippi, she meets every single Saturday, every Saturday, and the entire day they study uh, they study Bible quizzing all day long. So she's the coach, and she studies with her kids all day long, every single Saturday, and that's the way they're successful. Wow. Just unbelievable. But um, those kids are now so tied to the church that you know we're talk- we always talk about connections. You know, the more connections, the better for these kids. Uh, but they have the best chance of any. Of, of, of staying connected to the church and seeing success, growing in God and becoming everything God wants them to be because of one lady's burden and seeing them involved in something. Whether it's Bible quizzing or anything, really just get them involved in something. Yeah. But you got to spend the time to do it. And that's a huge commitment. Every Saturday of the entire quiz year, and we're talking, what is that, 30, 40 Saturdays that she spends for many, many, many hours a day studying with those kids. That's that's pretty incredible. Pretty that's incredible. great. And and I I don't I'm not that familiar with Bible quizzing. Uh, I did have some grandkids that did it, and that was the first year I went to Peak uh, many years ago. Um, it is an exciting um, tool. I wish I'd have been in church younger when I was younger and did it. But it is an awesome tool, and I think uh, they have so much fun. I think that's something that maybe we should promote more to our um you know bus kids or whatever possibly just to, i mean i look at it, i know from an example of a young person their family wasn't really um that involved in church too much but the, the young boy started doing bible quiz and and that kind of got them kind of like hooked everybody in and the moms was going to uh 
the practices and you know and and really getting them involved and so because there's so yeah. much fun i know I, I assume it's the same way around the country filipino more than i do but the the kids going off and having that um um bonding with the other kids and staying in hotels and having a lot of fun when they go to a tournaments and stuff regionally whatever and it, what a great what a great opportunity for kids especially those that you know are out yeah. in you know in the public world absolutely so obviously i'm heavily invested in children's ministry sunday school but i'm equally invested in bible quizzing because both of them are ministries with a proven track record they mm-hmm. they just work yeah. they work if, if you uh do them right they will be life-changing both of them and so this bible quizzing tournament we saw uh, 49 teams from all over the country hundreds of kids that have learned between 180 up to 480 verses actually i think it was like 420 for the seniors uh, learning them just so incredibly well and if you saw the quizzing promo at peak where they were quoting verses in front of 5,000 people imagine that kind of stress uh, blindfolded where they couldn't read anything and they were just absolutely killing it. <clears throat> so just incredible. If you want to see that, I think it's on HDR Live on their YouTube channel on the Friday night uh, service. They just unbelievable. They did so good. You know, I, I don't know. You probably know more the statistics of, of um, staying in church yep. for Bible quizzes. It's it's yeah. remarkably high, right? It's incredibly high. Now, this this is something that I've never verified personally. This is just kind of something kind of been handed down. So the statistic is something to the effect of 80% of quizzers that have been in quizzing for three years or more will live for God for the rest of their lives. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so an 80% retention rate. Compare that to a typical youth group, which you know uh, I would love to say a good apostolic church is is going to have 100% retention. Unfortunately, you know kids have their own will; they can do what they want. In fact, Brother Zach Wells, man, I'm I am chasing a rabbit right now, but <laughs> Brother Zach Wells preached to our Bible quizzers, and it was unbelievable. He was talking about uh, when they when they found the donkey that Jesus was going to ride going into Jerusalem. He was tied at a way where two ways met, but it, he talked about being tied down. You're raised in church. You're living for God. Uh, your parents make you go to Sunday school. They make you go to church. They may maybe make you join quizzing. But there's a time where you're going to be released. Yeah. And at that point, you choose which way am I going to take. And it was just unbelievable. So you know, these kids, yes, they're raised in church their whole lives. But now they got a choice. Are they going to live for God or not? And there's something about getting the Word of God especially yeah. to the level I mean these, these aren't like memory verse like quote them once and you're good this is literally hundreds and hundreds of times throughout the year that they're quoting these verses I was in quizzing when I was in my teens and I'm 43 now so we're talking like 30 years ago and I can still quote many of those verses that we learned not all of them but many of them enough where it's just it's crazy that yeah. the retention when you learn them that well yeah so anyway, so 80%. And then there's like another stat of, of those that do leave God. There's a huge percentage of those that come back. Mm-hmm. They, they just can't walk away with it, you know, away from it. What's that verse? His word will never return void. Yeah. You know, they, they just, they, <laughs> there's no way you can have that kind of knowledge and just. Yeah, I know hundreds of scriptures memorized and just. Well, thousands, if you're talking yeah, thousands, three years yeah. at that point, you're talking at least you know, 12 to 1500. You know the truth, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, incredible. Definitely. So get your kids in Bible quizzing. Uh, get your bus kids in Bible quizzing. And I'm talking to myself right now because it that's a massive investment of time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that would be just phenomenal, but it takes a special person with a special amount of time and patience to make something like that happen. So Sister Gatlin, our hats are off to you. And I think it's incredible, and I, I, I can't wait to see it happen in our church, and I really believe it will, mm-hmm. um, and in churches all across this nation. So. Anyway, it's pretty incredible. There was another one, and I'm not even going to say the, the city that they came from, but there there was a junior Bible quiz team that were just really good. Like, they were really good. Um, really sharp quizzers. Again, you wouldn't give them a second glance. But there's a backstory that nobody knows. I think it was less than a year ago, a year and a half ago, they found those kids. Like, they were abandoned by their parents. Wow. And they found them. They couldn't read. They, they, they were just a mess, you know, young kids. And these people in the church brought them into their home. I don't know if they formally adopted them or just taken them in. And now they are from abandoned kids that could barely read. Now they're un 
real Bible quizzers, like wow. placing in the na- in the nation. Like it, it's just it's incredible what the Word of God can do and what love from somebody can do. So anyway, so I know we've taken a sidetrack. If you join this podcast, you're probably wondering when is children's ministry going to kick in well it already has yes all of this is children's ministry if you want to see your kids impacted involvement in every area of the church not just that one hour of sunday morning mm-hmm. or two hours or whatever you have for sunday school but we're going to get to that yep. <laughs> so brother lee you had a great topic to bring to us today and why don't you introduce us to that and kind of walk us through it okay well we're going to talk about roles and and in church and and it, i I love rolls. Thanksgiving. Oh, those <laughs> yeah. are my favorite. Okay. And uh, so it was a couple of weeks ago, I think um, we had uh, Danny Torado on, and, and he's no stranger to the podcast and this and other podcasts. But uh, his daughter, Sarah, and sister, uh, Brianna, were on as well. And I, and I was just sitting there listening, you know, the next day or whatever. And uh, I started thinking about roles in church. And I'm looking, and I, and and brother brother Holmes at, at uh, peak this last um, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, um, said something about I love my first Pentecostal church of, of Little Rock, and if you don't think your church is the greatest, you know there is, then then there's something wrong with you or something like that. You all, everybody ought to think that their church is the greatest. Well, I think we got a great church and a great Sunday school, and I started looking at, at uh, the teachers and the people we have on our on our Sunday school team. And I'm like, I'm really impressed with. I was really impressed with Sarah and 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 Bree, and uh, and all the other people we have. And I started thinking about, well, what, what's my role? And, it, and <laughs> you might remember this message years ago. Um, Bishop Larry Booker preached a message. I, I don't remember exactly the message, but he talked about the old lion. And maybe this will ring a bell once I start talking about it. Where there is the old lion, he's he's he can't run anymore. His his teeth are falling out. He can't hunt. Um, and so you wonder. Is this what? leading up to an insult? <laughs> well, if it is, it's, it's, it's insulting myself. Okay. Okay. I was ready, though. I was ready to take one. And uh, and so I started thinking, I'm like, okay, so that, I don't know why, but that message popped in, you know, but that old line, he's kept around for one thing, and that was for his roar, okay? And do uh, you, remember, you remember the message? Vaguely. And uh, so, you know, and, and I guess it was to stir up the animals and stuff. He lets out this loud roar, and it gets all the, the antelope and whatever going. And then all the younger lions go and attack and whatever. And then they bring, you know, they come and feed the old guy, you know. And I started thinking, well, that's me. So we have an agenda. And <laughs> started listening. You know, so I started thinking on the roles. And You're listen. the only one that thinks the only thing you're contributing is a roar. So, you know, so we have, you know, the different topics and we'll go through our list of, you know, our schedule, we, our agenda, whatever. And I thought, well, you know, one of these days, I'm just going to just put me on there. I'll just sit back in the classroom and I'm just going to, you know, roar, you know, and, and uh, whatever. But uh, I mean, I love our class, but I'm just so impressed with our young people. And I started thinking like, well, how did we... Um, I guess there's different ways on how how people kind of started getting involved, but I think uh, so. I started thinking, so I started listening, listing uh, different roles and positions in the church, and where you know um, how to build a, a, a. And going back to what Brother Holmes said, you know, we need to think that our Sunday school is the greatest one out there. You know, and there's a lot of great ones. So I'm, you know, just kind of taking off what he said, but um, so I started thinking of things, and I. Put some lists down together, and and we're I'm thankful that our church, um, from our bishop and our pastor, is having their full support. You yeah. know, and so you may not think, well, what role do they have in Sunday school? Well, they got probably Ooh. the greatest, right? If they if they're not backing it, and some of the things that they do to help support it and push it, yep. um, I think are just invaluable. They we they let our uh, kids come up and sing, you know, periodically in in church. Um, that we they dedicate a few nights a year to you know the Sunday school. To come in and give a lesson or, or to yeah, kind of show yeah, what we do show financially financially um, the the bus ministry is a big deal yeah yeah i mean when you start talking insurance and uh liability and the cost of of uh, insurance on those buses and gas and it all adds up that's a big investment and quite frankly many many churches are moving away from it hmm. they're just yeah it's not worth it <clears throat> it's well, not worth it so we're buying 
yeah. those churches that are getting rid of them, we're, we're, we're yeah. more than willing to take them. Well, and it's, I'm uh, not talking apostolics right now. I'm just referring specifically <laughs> yeah. like denominal churches. And and so I think just to have them support and say, and I, I think your dad and, and pastor have said before, um, when they baptize a child, I mean, they got their whole life to, to live. And so it, the investment in our kids is so important. Yep. And and so that, you know, again, so I started thinking of roles. And I go, well, there's a role starts there. And then, and then. As they, as we come out and and uh, and and kind of join the the main sanctuary and stuff, because you know we're you know, I think it's more than just oh let's push the kids off into Sunday school where they can babysit for an hour or two. I, I think they they realize in our church has has. I don't want to say bought into it, but um, have supported it, the parents and whatever, um, just from the positive feedback we get that, that their kid, they see value in it. And yeah. I think that's what's important. But I think, so I started thinking about roles. Well, well there's so much that goes into it. Um, but maybe if you're not, if you're sitting here listening to this um, and you wonder, well, you know, and, and where this list came about, was like, well, you, there's, it's not just, well, I can't teach kids. Okay, well, that's kind of where this list came from. Well, well, what what can you do? And I don't know if you want to just kind of go down the list yeah, and talk so, about Yeah, so let's just really hammer on that. So some people, <clears throat> like you said, they want to be involved in children's ministry, but the, the thought of them being in front of a, a classroom of kids is very intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that. Uh, maybe you've not done any public speaking before, and the last thing you want to do is leave your comfortable spot on a pew and get in front of you know sixty kids that that may or may not uh, be well behaved at that moment, or you know they may not take too kindly to whatever you're about to teach them. When I say take too kindly, you know, maybe they're they'd rather be bouncing gummy bears off a friend's head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's great. So let's go through let's go through those roles of what all makes up a, a real team yeah. of children's ministry. It's a lot more than just the people in front of the camera when we were doing our recordings or a lot more than just the people standing in front of the mm-hmm. kids now that we're live. And 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 this may not be a full – we'll probably think of some things that I missed and whatever. I Absolutely. just kind of briefly jotted down some notes. Well, obviously, and, I, and I'm thankful. We Philip Booker, Sunday School Director. I guess that's your title? I guess. I, <laughs> so, for, for lack of anything. But yeah. you, you got to have somebody that's that's basically the go-to person, you know, so that's obviously if you if you don't know anything at all about Sunday school, you're probably not going to step right into that position. You're going to work your way up, but you never know. I mean, you could be some. Hey, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> well, you, you apparently don't have to know much, <laughs> but at least you were teaching. You were doing something, but you know, you may be a, a you know a CEO of some big company, and you can probably step in and kind of pick up. You know. But that, that's that's one, you know. And then we have um, our bus. I don't know. I put bus general down here in my notes. I don't I'd know. Just, I'd say bus director as well. Bus director. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, and I was just because the captain. So we had Kim and Julian doing a great, phenomenal job. So they're kind of like the main overall. Uh, Absolutely, yep. We turned it over to buses them. And They've done a phenomenal job. And that's a big job. Yeah, It's it making is. sure there's drivers for all the routes, making sure there's yeah. workers covering every, especially like when we're at peak. On the 18th and the 25th, whew, it was a skeleton crew. So they had to make sure that every route was covered. Yeah. And I know that falls on the workers and captains as well. But that, you know, if if, if you're over something, it's, it's your responsibility to make sure it operates, whether or not someone uh, you know, may, may or may not have, have covered their route the way they should have. So you got to make sure that it's taken care of. So they have done a phenomenal job. Brother Julian Estrada, Sister Kim have really stepped up and done a great job there. And then for us, we have the individual. So the individual routes are bus captains. I, I'm on the purple. Um, that's the, the scheme we use here. And, and Sister Liz, is. I, I'm just amazed at what she does and how dedicated she is. So, again, these are just positions and things that, you know, people that, that are necessary in order to have a, a good I don't church. want to get sidetracked talking about individuals too much, but Sister Liz is just an unbelievable person. Um, as of a year ago, she had, I think it was about a year ago, zero involvement in children's ministry in any way. Um, she started helping with the buses first. I, don't, I honestly don't remember the sequence, but I don't know if she started with bus first or Sunday school first. But she went from zero to 160 in, it seemed just a week or two. It was just unbelievable. And the, the, the caring and, and burden and passion that she has for her routes and for the kids she teaches is just an example to, to everybody. She is so 
good, and she was one of those that wasn't sure if this was going to work for her. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, within within just a short time, she was not just a member of our staff. It was just like, how did we ever do this without you? Yeah, yeah. So she has done an incredible job. And, and I'm excited. Like I, I think I mentioned it before. I. Uh, had ridden on the bus maybe once or twice in, in, in over a course of many years. I'd go on outreach and you know and help out here and there and, and that kind of thing. I was always kind of teaching in classes for for many years, but uh, I never actually was officially on a bus. But and they then they put me with with Liz. I don't know how I guess Kim or they looked at all the people and and you know filled in gaps or whatever and they put me with her but i'm so excited she's been really just watching what she does staying on top of it and and just contacting the kids and and then making sure we got our own little text group going where who's going to be there on outreach if people can't make it or whatever and just kind of coordinating talking about different kids and different things it's just it's just been a lot of fun absolutely and and this can be said of all of our other Everyone. bus captains yep. as well. So most yep. of them are dual purpose as far as bus and Sunday school. Mm-hmm. So we got Bree who does both. We have uh, uh, Lauren and Darlin who do the blue route. We have uh, Vanessa Sanchez on the yellow. We have uh, oh my brain's not working. Delaney, Delaney on the green. Of course, she does both. Uh, anyway, there's on and on. Almost every one of our bus captains is is dual purpose. So they're doing. Yeah. more than just bus yeah. uh, but they all do a fantastic job but they're not the only ones that make that bus move exactly and we have our bus drivers <laughs> drivers yep. you know it's one thing to have a bus and a bus captain but if you don't have someone that can drive it legally you're in trouble yep. Yep. especially in california you might get away with it back east maybe maybe but if we tried that and we got pulled over oh it would be a bad bad deal but we got a great team of drivers yeah yeah and 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 again so if you have a bus ministry we're we're always looking for like well when things come up conferences you got a lot of people out of town or just Mm -hmm. general sickness vacation whatever um so uh it puts a strain on on how the whole sunday school routine goes and uh, so having more drivers so if you're sitting in the church and thinking i can't teach you know and whatever you don't want to teach and stand in front of kids well hey can you drive a bus you know and and yep. uh so th- there's an opportunity for you to to step out so absolutely brother ronnie sanchez has uh headed up our bus drivers for years <clears throat> and uh he what 15 20 years now I mean, he's been driving I, forever i think they said 20 20 brother mark mcveigh very close to it mm-hmm. um then we have my goodness, our, our well, let's just go to our latest driver, brother Danny Torado, just mm-hmm. got his license, um, and so uh, I don't. I think one statement that's never been made in bus ministry is we have too many drivers. Mm-hmm. Like that's just never been said. So, if we had thirty drivers, we would not be upset in mm-hmm. the least. Yeah. So drivers are essential. And what's next, Brother Lee? So keeping the buses in shape. So maybe you have mechanical skills, you know. So um, the buses, of course, ours never break down. We never oh, have to. They're, they're perfect. That's right. These brand new <laughs> so. gleaming buses in our parking lot. <clears throat> so, that's a joke, guys. Yeah. If, you're, if you've been to our, our church, you know that we're driving some old buses. It's, it, I mean, it seems like every day, okay, we got green going. We had to jump it this morning, but it's working, you know. And then, you know, just then you got crazy. You got batteries stolen and all that kind of stuff but but having mechanics you know maybe Mm -hmm. that's your thing you're a good mechanic you know um hey help out with the bus ministry you know absolutely you can have a bus captain a bus driver but if your bus don't run Mm -hmm. you're not going very far um and then of course our sunday school side yeah Yeah. we got our sunday school teachers all the ones that you you do see uh you know on the podcast and and maybe when we were recording or we mention them on the podcast Mm -hmm. uh we we have a really good group of teachers uh we did a podcast for our toddlers uh a couple months ago sister lozano sister abad and sister liz and what a phenomenal job they do yeah they do um i wish we could Record some of their classes and mm-hmm. put them out because they are so good at teaching that those younger ones. Well, you know, I I didn't even I didn't even really think about that because you could dissect like especially this this set here of, of our if you look at our agenda and if you've watched in our videos how we do we got the rules or whatever we're gonna we're gonna list these out real quick, but again I'm trying to think of recruiting you know what can I do to help boy you go in the toddler maybe maybe a three and four year old is is something that hey maybe i can you might want that might be something you really enjoy and there's so many things that they probably do that i've really experienced well that class you have a lot of 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 comforting yeah yeah, (laughs) it needs to happen yeah whether you never ever talk in front of the kids probably any good mother out there could probably do wonders in a class can you bring snacks for a class yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, and, and that's something too. I, I mean, I, I'm kind of jumping ahead. I think I have that here. Bring snacks. Maybe it's just this month. I want to take care of snacks or mm-hmm. something. So you can you can dissect this in so many ways. You know, I, I want to support somehow. You know, sit in in the class. You know, go there. Absolutely. And, and you know, if you want to help, I don't care if you've been in church a day. There's stuff you can do yep, yep. that the pastor's never going to say no. I don't want you bringing snacks. <laughs> that's yeah, not going to yeah. happen. Exactly. Uh, so there's always something for everyone. Uh, and then our older class, we have uh, Brother Gavin, Brother Caleb Dillon, and a few of the others that teach our uh, youth class. And they just do a great job, so they adapt to that older group um, in, in, a, in a way that, that we don't in ours because we're still trying to make it you know, interactive and, and exciting. And then they, they still maintain that, but now they, gotta, they know that their, their audience is mature enough that they can get more teaching. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they do a great job with that. Um, and then we have uh, well, so real quick. Uh, do we, well, we'll kind of go through our, but real quick. Sure. So in in our Sunday school, again, if you're looking for well, what can I do to help? We got the introduction. It's just kind of what are we talking about today, and kind of trying to make it fun. It's there just, you go. it's it's just kind of just telling them, hey what we're doing. You got that. You go maybe the rules and so this is uh, like a subset of teachers. If you yep. want to, if you want to be a, I'm doing quotes that you guys can't see here, <laughs> but if you want to be a teacher but you're not willing to stand in front of the class and 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 give a you know, eight minute lesson. Brother Lee's offering some alternatives. So yeah, you yeah. were talking about the intro. You do the intro. You uh, you know, just kind of you know, which is exactly what it is. You're ta- what are we talking about today? So you just kind of somehow you know introduce the class. But then there's the rules, introducing new um, new visitors, and so you're just kind of taking care of some of the preliminary stuff. You know, and I, I think I think I have it listed down b- below. Um, but uh, even before that is is maybe trying to uh, as you got kids to come early because of the bus routes, the way things work, you may have kids arriving early. So maybe Maybe you're just being there to help, you know, kind of entertain. It's probably not a good word, but entertain and keep the kids from from going crazy. And 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 well, and this is going to jump a little bit as well. But uh, so pre-class we have breakfast, and, and again, I'm, I'm jumping hard because I, I see it on our list here. Yeah. But we have Sister uh, Kim Vasquez who who started this. Uh, feeding our our uh, bus riders their breakfast, and it has made such a difference in their in their behavior, yeah. and uh, just this their their desire to be there. It really has has increased a lot. Uh, but she's created a team around her. Sister Beatrice has been helping. Uh, Brella's been helping for a long time. Alexis, uh, the Chacon girls, yep, yep. Uh, Michelle and Caitlin. And if I'm missing anybody, I'm very apologetic. Uh, but they just what a phenomenal job. So if you don't want to do anything else. Can you cook breakfast? Can you serve breakfast? Yeah, Can you yeah. clean up after breakfast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you know, you know, one thing that we're having fun with with uh, our group is our you know we got a tight purple group. We'll sit at a table together and uh, and just just start talking. I mean, it was, we were asked Liz, you know, uh, the other day it was fun. She was saying something, and one of the boys said something like, "Oh, Liz, Liz, could you cut the cringe or something like that?" <laughs> it was just so, I don't know what she did, <laughs> and she was just buzzing. We're just all laughing. We talk about you know who what's and then we kind of do things like, "Okay, what's my favorite potato chip?" You know, and we get to know the kids. So we're just sitting and interacting with the kids, saying you know, it. just talking to them, you know, and just uh, saying how how. Your day going and just trying to just interact and just fellowship with them, you know. And so if you can't do anything else, can you talk to kids? You, yeah, sit there and have a tater tot with them, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give you free food <laughs> yeah, while you, you talk to them. Absolutely. We also have a Sunday school store, and yep. uh, my wife's grandma, Sister Jeanette Lee. Um, I don't want to estimate age, but she's she's in her older years, and she wanted to help in Sunday school. Yep. And so exactly. this this Sunday school store is just such a perfect place. She, she really seems to enjoy it. And what it is is we give out Sunday school dollars for all kinds of different things, just for showing up, for bringing your Bible, for getting involved in activities, or for telling Brother Lee that he's handsome. You know, you know those, those sort of things. You know, really, that happened. Um, and then after class, they get to spend them. And so Sister Lee's um, job, as it is, as it were, uh, it's not a job. She volunteers to help run the store, so when the kids get there, she'll exchange you know items, so chips or toys or snacks or waters mm-hmm. for those dollars. But she also stocks the store during the week. She yep. goes out and buys all these things and uh, fills them, you know, fills in the store. And without her, I, I tried it without her. It was miserable yeah. because yeah. I do a terrible job at maintaining that thing. Or, or I'd buy like a big old box of chips and then never stocking. You know, I just <laughs> stick them in there and hope for the best. Well, so. And, and so that is so like you know, 
she's like runs the store but i mean even if you just wanted to again we're talking about what can i do to help is to help with that facilitate that hey can 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 i go get some chips for you or what what are you lacking or can i get some candy or what else do you need and just being a part of that and just Mm -hmm. standing there and just kind of line control for the kids you know because they're excited and we've got to hurry them up through the line we even created a dollar store Okay. So our Sunday school store, sometimes the line gets pretty beefy. So yeah, when yeah. the kids all get out, there might be, safe to say, 40, 50 kids in that line sometimes. It's a, it's a good size line. Yeah, yeah. And trying to wade through that is not simple. So we created a dollar store. There's now a sub store. It's like a, 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 a rolling cart that's kind of outside mm-hmm. the store. And it's all $1 items. So suckers, two for a dollar, or... Uh, smaller candies or I, I can't think what all they have there but anything that's a dollar you can just go up there and get it real quick yeah. so it just cuts that it's line it's like in the fast pass line yeah it's exactly right <laughs> but it's like you know and so helping the kids like should I get that extra spicy taki or that the regular one you know and that's a tough decision they could sit there for three minutes trying to figure that out <laughs> yeah if you don't help them through that line yeah. they will be there for oh, a long hey, five long seconds time. like through a treasure or treasure I didn't put that in there we have a treasure box you know keeping that maintained and stocked with stuff and trying to just get them through that just okay yeah. five four three <laughs> so. we got a treasure box on our bus <laughs> and because i haven't delegated that that poor thing got wiped out like the first couple of weeks it's never <laughs> been filled up again I, it's just it's one of those things i just i, I intend to do and i don't remember it mm-hmm. so if you want to do something hey we got a treasure box on on the blue bus that we would be more than happy for you to stock um, we'll do some other uh, special guests. If you yeah, know. yeah. Well, can we music real oh, quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, now, we have songs as a regular line item in our uh, regular agenda. But this, I was, I was kind of thinking, I threw this out. We, we tried it before um, to have a live music, and, and, and we'll probably... There's going to be a revival we're soon. Gonna, okay, we're going to do that. Because <laughs> I have been tickling those ivories, and okay, so I'm, okay. I'm trying, right. to, trying to get... Take that to Sunday school. Well, so so again, maybe you know uh, you can help out with if you have a, if you play an instrument or whatever, you can come out and there's there's room for you. Ball, that's all I put it down there for. There's room for you in the in the you know. Hey, if you're playing if you're playing in front of the church, you could you can you know some you're not playing probably every Sunday. You can come over to the Sunday school department and probably get used. Like especially, and I'm thinking more like we have like the. Um, uh, like our monthly or every other month, our Holy Ghost our, services, our Holy services uh, where one on the you know, until, until we do start doing more music. But hey, there's a, there's a role for you there. I love it. <clears throat> yep. Uh, special guests you yeah, you have on here? Yeah, I, I, I was thinking um, <clears throat> we haven't really done that for a while. I know we, uh, I think we did a few years ago. Like our pastor came in and talked and gave a lesson. You know, um, Bishop did, I think, and or maybe you get some um, um, some just people with a neat testimony in their churches to come out you know and uh and it's again we're not we're not you know you're not obligating to be there for the next 20 sundays in a row you know um you don't just, even have to research yeah. you're just telling your you're story just telling your story just getting there i think that could be powerful for the kids to see different you know people Absolutely. and faces and stuff so. people they recognize and finding out oh they weren't always the person they yeah, see exactly. that's that's powerful so my mom has done it before uh mm-hmm. tim mantooth dwayne davis yeah, yeah. uh few of these others that look like they've been in church all their lives were really there's a lot more behind the scenes that they didn't realize yeah yeah uh the next one's big cleaning cleaning, cleaning. yep exactly if you don't so. want to teach there's always cleanup to do yeah every every sunday now we have a cleaning spot in our our roster that that everybody knows okay it's my week to clean yeah. it's just straighten yeah. stuff up because if you don't do it every week it it it's unbelievable but it, how it, quick it and you know i noticed messy. that that uh that we that we've kind of focused on it and put in it on our agenda we assign somebody every week to do it that it's it takes a few minutes i mean you're, if you're if you're in there more than a half an hour then you're talking and not really <laughs> Right. You know, not really getting it done because it, it's it's not that bad. But you know that help that helps. You know, so that way because the you know because if you, you get busy and if the bus church lead the the teacher everybody leaves to get on the bus take the kids home whatever, um, and which sometimes some of them that may be your job to come back and clean that week. But anyway, so that could be something like we do it for church, right? We have a t- yeah. weekly team uh, team cleaning and different things, and then some people focus on the baptismal or, or specialty places, the bathrooms or whatever. But hey, 
hey, there's there's an opportunity to help out, and it, and it, it it's just kind of spreading. You know, you're getting some fulfillment out of Sunday school, and you're helping out. And then there's not only just the classroom. The, I put the buses down here too. Yep. Um, they can, you know, I mean, they're not that bad, but there's, you get spills, you get stuff. You know, just, well, stuff happens, yeah, and, yeah. and the outside of the bus gets dirty. Yeah, that's yeah. a big job. That's a big job, brother yeah. Noe. Lauren and Darylin all went out there and cleaned those two big buses, pressure washed them, and man, just made a big difference. Uh, but if anybody else wants to help, let us know. Yeah. In fact, that's how Brother Julian, I'm pretty sure that that was his first dabble into bus ministry. Oh, really? Wow. Was he, he bought a pressure washer and started washing the church buses. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty cool. But another thing is our buses and our church kids all come in at different times. You know, Technically, we start at 10 a.m., but what do you do when a parent drops their kid off at 10.30? What do you do when a bus rolls in at 9.15? What do you do when a bus rolls in uh, with 20 minutes to spare? They eat their breakfast. Now they're done. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the class isn't ready to go because, like I said, all of our teachers are usually doing double duty. So that their bus may not even be back yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we can't just send them in the class and then fault our teachers for not having something prepared. Well, they're on a bus, too. So we got to have something going yeah. for these kids. Because mm-hmm. kids that don't have direction or don't have options are going to find something to do. And generally, it's not something you want them to do. Yeah. So what are some of the things that we do at well, our church? Yeah, so we have some pre-class activities. And, and, and we do this a lot to um, – um, you know, we have a purpose behind some of this, not only just to kind of watch over our kids. But we kind of keep them out of our Sunday school area just in case we have, you know – well, there's nothing worse than having an object lesson laid out and you know where everything's at, and then it's time for you to do it and it's missing. Something important, critical is gone. Or, blow, oh. or blowing up stuff that with me not there to watch it. Yeah, yeah, you can't have that happen. you gotta, you got to so, see the aftermath. So, we, you know, so there's, we can do arts and crafts. I think uh, Sister Sarah's been doing that. Just, you know, and, it, and it's not mandatory. It's just we have a table set up and people are making, doing things, painting, you know, origami or different things. But then we also have uh, the basketball. Now, again, obviously, it depends on your church and your layout. We got the basketball court sure. going, we got jumpers, but just kind of watching to make sure people stay safe out there, um, manning the jumpers that it doesn't get out of control. So we have people just to kind of monitor and watch Absolutely. that. So, so the- I like what you just said about we don't, you, you may not have a, what the facility that we have. But we don't have the facility that some others have. I've yeah. gone to some of these churches, and they have just this enormous gym. It's all air conditioned, <laughs> yeah. and the kids are you know they have the luxury of volleyball or dodgeball or basketball and all these wonderful things, which is incredible. We just don't have that. Yeah. So we've figured out over the years things for to do. We went on Craigslist and bought some jumpers, those bounce houses. Uh, we didn't spend very much three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, and bought some really nice ones. We've had them for. Years. Seven, eight years yeah. probably, and they've lasted extremely well. The great investment. We had, yeah. have had to replace the blowers a couple times. Um, we have, like you said, the basketball. We have Foursquare. There's a jungle gym out there, um, the arts and crafts area. And then sometimes, like in our Sunday school area, if, if I'm back early enough, yeah. I'll go in there and tell yeah. jokes or tell stories or you know keep the kids and, and that's I have that one as icebreakers so like okay. you said so uh, you know we open up the classroom and then there'll be a game or tell jokes um, trivia you know answer questions and, and just whatever just kind of keep them absolutely because they kind of trickle in you know so this doesn't even cut into service time right, right. so if you want to help but yet you still want to be there for the adult class. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to miss a thing. Right, right. Can you help out from 9.30 until 9.55? Exactly. Everybody right. can do that. Yeah. If you want to be involved, we would love to have help. And, and, it's uh, a big know, area. And I feel bad. I didn't even uh, – the signing in at the table. Oh, check, the check-in. Check-in. I didn't put that down. My goodness. Check-in. We have uh, Sister Valerie, yeah. Sister Nicole, and Darylin, mm-hmm. uh, Sister uh, Sarah Torado that does it on the bus side. So we got two check-ins. Uh, and what a great job they do. Yeah, so they yeah. hand out Sunday school dollars to these kids as they come in. Uh, they give them their name tag. They uh, Any new kids that come in, they collect all their information. 
that's a big job. Yeah, yeah. That's a really big job. And, you know, and, and again, you know, obviously we live in like a, a gated, you know, perfect community. Oh, and perfect, yes. You know, and so again, we're joking. Uh, but, you know, just you got to watch for, you know, just, just, you know, so we got security kind of walking around, you know, and again, it's just you're not missing your regular service. Like you said, they're out there from like 930 when typically people start showing up. Well, Brother Balti, he's there the whole time now. Yeah. Okay. So he's there from 930 until the last kid is with their parents. Um, and the the idea behind that is, is sometimes we're in our classroom and maybe a kid goes to the bathroom, right? And you have someone, you know, escort him to the restroom. Um, well, then maybe they come out, go out the other door. <laughs> yeah. We've had that happen where we had a kid climbing literally on the roof of the church. We had no idea they were on the roof of the church. Uh, or maybe, God forbid, this has happened. You have some younger help that are outside drinking Starbucks during the middle of class. Well, that's not good. And, and yeah. that's not a problem we have lately. Uh, or maybe you just have people out of place. And so Brother Balti's job is just making sure everybody's where they need to be. Yeah. So yeah. he encourages them to uh, – he's a super nice guy. You don't have to be a jerk for this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if it becomes a problem – you know, find someone that can handle it, and not yeah. that Brother Balti can't. Uh, so, what a what a great yeah. role that is for somebody that just you know they want to get. I guess you can kind of think of it as like a yard duty teacher. You know, you yep. know they say, okay, time for Sunday school, just rounding kids up. I mean, that's a big help. You know, yep. and uh, I mean, there's nothing worse than you starting a lesson and then you got four you know straggling in. I mean, it's going to happen, but you don't want it to happen every day needlessly. So this is yep. a good thing. So we have been going a little bit, but we're gonna we got forty minutes, but we're fine. We're good. Okay. This is good stuff. Okay. Uh, some other roles is outreach. Just going on outreach. So can you go out? Hand you out can for have us. an incredible yeah. class, but you don't have kids there. It's yeah. <laughs> it's big whoop. You had a you had a nothing class. So going out on outreach, handing out flyers, helping out. You know, we have typically every bus route's going out. They're touching base with their existing kids. Hey, you're going to be there tomorrow. But then obviously searching for new ones. But then you're, there's always help for that. I mean, just handing out flyers. You know, this promoting. is one thing that I was always impressed with you, Brother Lee is you weren't involved in bus ministry until recently for for several years, but you were there for outreach a lot. Well, that's the reverse of most people. Most people want to ride the bus because that's the fun part. (laughs) Who wants to be out in the sun, handing out door-to-door, walking down the street, getting sweaty in the summer and freezing in the winter? Uh, you know who wants to do that? Well, Mm. you did, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and you never even rode the bus, which I was always really admired that. Um, I'm telling you, and it's so rewarding. Oh. I, mean, I can sit back. I'm going to get choked up if I start thinking of some things that happen on outreaches, of the stories, the people you meet, and it's 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 a it's a great. If you're not doing it, you got to do it. it. It's just incredible. In fact, I was just in Oklahoma, and uh, <clears throat> anyway, we ran into some family. Uh, that's where my my mother's from. Uh, but I met her. I think it's her aunt. Her aunt is. She, she's now got to be in her late 80s, late 80s. And she still goes on outreach every Saturday. Wow, great. And she has for, I don't want to make too too wild an estimation, but I know it's been decades, for many decades, that she has gone out 80 years old, still knocking doors, bringing bus kids. That is such an inspiration. If we can't, as younger people, do that, then goodness gracious, wow. well, what's our problem? You know, And it's not... Trust me, I don't care how spiritual you are. It's rare that every Saturday you're pumped up for outreach. You know, sometimes you just flat out don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the day you need to do it the most. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it really, like you said, is, is so incredibly rewarding. There is nothing like picking up the person that you invited the yeah, day before. Yeah. There's nothing like it. Yeah, and knowing that that's mine. I brought them. That is, that's it's just nothing like it. Couple other things. Uh, if maybe you have artistic skills, decorating. You know, we want to. We want our uh, our Sunday school to look uh, nice. You know, making props. For, you know, maybe contributing puppets or whatever. You can make stuff, outfits. You know, to dress up costumes. So just kind of that kind of stuff. Maybe you have skills there. That's a great help. Um, Huge. I remember, help. remember back before. Yeah, I mean, brother. I think it was Molina, painter. He 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 created some beautiful. I'm glad you brought him up. What an incredible job! What a talent! I mean, he he. Some of these pictures. I mean, he not only did it for Sunday school, but our Harvest Fest. I I still have a 30 foot banner thing that we put up in our booth for Harvest Fest, and just he just draws and paints, spray paints these things, and just beautiful pictures, cartoonish kind of looking, but just a lot of fun. 
One sec, Billy. Go ahead and keep covering. Okay. So, uh, so, so there's people talented in the church that have uh, skills with decorating, making props. You, maybe your construction, um, that sort of thing. We have uh, our backdrop. If you've seen some of our videos, we've got some of the cutouts of some of the theme um, um, themes that we have uh, periodically, like every quarter or whatever we change. So, if you have uh, construction skills, painting, that kind of thing, uh, those are obviously very helpful because you know. It's, we try to keep it exciting for the kids to uh, come in. We change it up periodically and, and uh, you know, have different themes and whatever. But just, you know, making it nice and fun and, and just so it's not the same boring thing. So if you have a, a classroom that, that, that you can do that, that always is helpful. Yeah. So. Speaking of not boring, our podcast seldom <laughs> Are no, are boring. Uh, we, we try not to edit just because it just makes it more complicated and makes me less likely to want to record again uh so yeah that was me answering the door because someone wanted to talk i guess they were listening to our podcast recording live <laughs> apparently not okay anyway. um so yeah brother molina did a great job anybody out there if you want to make props hey there's always room yep uh technology yeah I, I was what, so there. I mean, we did you we already had, mention this? No, no, okay. I didn't get to that yet. Uh, so the sound, you know, we have a sound. Maybe maybe you can handle the sound system stuff. So we try to have microphones and and so I'm thinking that kind of stuff. So you got the sound, um, and then maybe a projector, projector, computer, set up lights, playback. You know, and then when, obviously when we were recording during COVID, mm-hmm. you know, you know, video skills and stuff like that. So all that kind of stuff, you know, just the te- technical stuff in the background is is, yep. is, is hey, maybe you can help out there somewhere. Depending. Absolutely. Again, you take it for granted, but all of that takes takes mm-hmm. a skill set that your Sunday school department may not have. Yeah. And yeah. if you offer it, I, I cannot imagine them turning you down. Yeah. But and you know, not to put a plug in for my grandson Shane, but he's helping out with flyers. I don't know yes. if he's done Sunday school flyers, but I know he's helping. He's with the done everything time. else if he hasn't. <laughs> but you know, so just putting the flyers together, I know we we have them for outreach, and and when and each route may have specific things, and they're gonna you know, there's a need. But being able to pop those things out and help out, I mean, that's a that that definitely helps. And then and if you don't want to do any of that, <clears throat> if all yeah, of that yeah, is is too much. Yeah. Can you financially support yeah, this open, thing? Get the pocketbook open and the wallet, right. and, and there's always help for there. So, and prayer. I should I should put that the, prayer. Support. Absolutely. Can you pray? pray? Can you financially support it? All of these things are truly behind the scenes, and our church is blessed because we have both. We have people that genuinely uh, pray for our Sunday school program. They they uh, financially support it. We'll never hear about them. They'll never advertise the fact that they give, but yet they are a big part of why we're able to afford the buses, why we're able to give the snacks and do the things that we do. Because we're really, we're really blessed. We're not, we're not super limited on our budget, and we're careful. But you know, we're not tied down. You know, and, and that just reminded me, and we used to have somebody in the church that was great at this. Is maybe you can go out and find donors. You know, so it's maybe you're not the one shelling out the money, but maybe you know how to talk to people. You can go to like the five below and, and you know, yep. go to places that have stuff that are good quality items to give away. And you're Panera maybe Bread. That kind of, yeah. I know they, exactly. they give their stuff. There's a church that, that they get every Sunday. They have, I don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's many, many, many pounds of all their bread and pastries and stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. They just can't sell it because yeah. it's not, it was from the day before. Um, like you said, Five Below has given us lots and lots of donations. Um, I know Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out, some of these Christian-based organizations are, are more than happy to contribute coupons and stuff like that yeah, for you exactly. to give out to your kids. Sometimes yeah. they'll even give, uh, like a, they'll do the meal for the day. Mm-hmm. I know Baton Rouge, they would have a, uh, there was a Raising Cane's near them. And every time, every Sunday, they had like the, the winning bus, the one that picked up the most kids. They would give that bus free slushies or whatever it was yeah, to that good. entire bus. So, uh, but it takes work. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to make yeah. that stuff happen. So yeah. don't just expect you know Chick Fil A to call you <laughs> and say we'd like to contribute. That's not the way this works. You got to go chase it. Yeah. So if you're that kind of person, man, uh, it's just invaluable. Yeah. Absolutely invaluable. Yeah. So the, this is. <laughs> Uh, not an exhaustive list, but it's a pretty good chunk. We probably gave what 15, 20 different ideas. Yeah, yeah. Of things, if you want to be involved, there is no reason why you cannot be. Yeah. There's always something you can do. 
and last I, thing I'm going to say, and go ahead, Billy. Well, I was just going to say, hopefully this you know, opened some eyes of people might be listening to think. Again, I just want you to think outside the box. Oh, wow. Think yeah, outside that, the box. That's kind of what it is. So. Uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say is there was a pastor, and I think it was Brother uh, Johnny and Kenny Goder's dad who was preaching for this pastor. And if I get this story slightly wrong, it's, it's still along these lines. Uh, well, that pastor told him, he said, I want, I want you to meet the greatest soul winner our church has ever had. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, introduce me. Well, a few days went by, never happened. There were services. And he kept saying, I'm going to introduce you to our greatest soul winner. Well, it just never happened. So finally one day he said, okay, I'm going to introduce you today. So he, he, ex- he didn't know what to expect. But they went to a house, and it was kind of a rundown home. They went inside, and it was an older lady who was uh, bedridden. She couldn't move. She didn't come to church. She listened online, or how, not at the, not online at the time, I guess, through the telephone or whatever, through tapes. or She, she was all, obviously still connected. Well, that lady, when she found out she was bedridden, she told her pastor, she said, all I need is a telephone and a phone book. And that lady, from her bedside, would call... At A, A through Z, every day, that was what she did. And she would invite them to church. And I don't remember how many families, but it was many families, not one or two people, many families that were one to God from that that one lady that they had never even seen before. They never (laughs) met her until they came to her home. Uh, And that was the greatest soul winner from a lady that could have had every excuse in the world why she couldn't do anything. So there is no excuse. If you want to do something for God... You can. Yeah, exactly. You can. So um, that was a great topic, Brother Lee. Thank you for bringing that up. But we are going to go straight into what we did last week. Okay. <clears throat> July 25th, we talked about Christian character traits. And this is a series that we're on. Covered everything from uh, jealousy, you know, the dangers yes. of jealousy, to I think we talked about anger, or something like that. Uh, the, the, you know, be, uh, be angry and sin not. Be angry and yep. sin not. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then this week was having boldness and confidence, being courageous. Exactly. Yeah. And basically the difference between being bold and confident without being cocky. You know, we're, yep. it's, it's <laughs> Holy Ghost boldness. Yeah. So we're going to go through real quick what we did. We start off with our intro, Brother Danny yeah. and Sister Sabrina. We're supposed to do it. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I was sitting there, I was looking at the schedule, and I'm like going... I'm scratching my head, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I'm just drawing a blank on what they did. I kept going, and I go, oh, wait a minute. And then I didn't feel so bad when I realized, oh, they weren't there. They were well, still on their way back. There, There's that whole instant in season, out of season thing. <laughs> exactly. Well, we had a lot of that because I put this schedule together. Uh, you know, we do them a month in advance. Mm-hmm. And at that time, nobody really knew who was going to be here and who wasn't because of this peak conference. Problem is, our Bible quizzers drove. And yeah. so you add on two days at the beginning and end of their trip. And so they didn't make it back in time for the 25th. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize that. And, and you know, they, they were driving, so it never even occurred to them to check that many of these signed here <laughs> yeah, weren't yeah. there. So we had Brother Danny and Sister Sabrina doing the intro. And I don't know when we realized that they weren't there. I, I, it was I, yeah. it was pretty close to 10 o'clock. <laughs> so as we're preparing for the podcast, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm scratching my head. I'm like going, man, who did the intro? What did they do? And then, I, then and now, now I just, oh, I was part of it. I did. <laughs> I stepped in. So. so why don't you tell us what we did, really? <laughs> well, uh, it was, it, it's it hard just, to be super yeah. creative when you yeah. have about 30 so just, seconds to prep. Yeah, it's like Phil just kind of said, come on. So he kind of was over there. And, and uh, what did we do? You're, you're introduced. And I'm like. You'd say something, and I think I what I go. That's exactly the opposite of of what boldness and courage and, and confidence is, or something. Uh, yeah, what did I say? I don't remember. It was something like that, though. Again, it wasn't. Oh, oh really, I think uh, I said okay. Boldness. Oh, you're right. You're. I, I I just took the backward stance. <laughs> so I said boldness is when you're at school and someone sees you with your Bible, is hiding it in your backpack and running away as fast right. as you can. Yeah. Okay. And you're yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I told a story of a job interview, and so that killed a few minutes. And so, so we just basically just yeah. kind of tried to fill some dead air there. Uh, but it, sometimes okay. there's a little yeah, bit of that. You know, you, you you get your metal tested every now yeah. and then. Um, <laughs> then we had the rules and birthdays, and we didn't do something super creative there. Then we had action songs. Now Bree Hinkley has never done songs before. Yeah, and she absolutely killed it. She did a great job. And the reason the Songs are songs, right? Mm-hmm. 
And it's one thing to, to regurgitate an old song and sing it. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, the more you sing a song, the more the kids know it and the better they you know enjoy it sometimes. But she didn't take the easy way out. Yeah. She picked a brand new song that fit the the mold. Uh, it was called like Fear Go Away or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And it was tough to come up with actions for it. At least it would be for me. Brie killed it. Yeah, she, did she did such a good job. job. She memorized them. You could tell she had practiced over and over and over. She never messed up, as far as I could tell. Every every move was was spot on. She yeah. did a great job. <clears throat> so Brie, you know, I, I was so going back on one of the podcasts, and or just maybe going back even to um, uh, the the children's ministry, the conference or whatever. Said, step out of your comfort zone, do something different. So I put down, I want to lead songs one of these times, you know. And and I've I've done. I think I've done a couple weeks. You've put me on. Did songs. an incredible job too. Well, I don't really think good. I'm going to be needed anymore. We got so many people now. Bree, I'm just telling. I can't say enough. She did a great it job. Was fantastic. But yeah. I'm not just saying that because you're standing here. Yeah. When you did it the first time, I remember everybody going. How come he hasn't done it before? Like, it was so good. And it genuinely was. It was so good. But, uh, yeah, so it, it was fun. And, and again, I, I, I'm not that, I mean, she's talent. We got some talent there. But it's it's amazing. That it's like, um, I don't say surprised, but it's just kind of fun when, when you, wow, like Sarah Toronto, you know, stepping out of her, yep. her shy kind of mold and just being this, you know, uh, this diva type, whatever, and just watching that is just kind of exciting and fun. So now this, this is, I, I'm looking at the schedule now. Now this is funny. Okay. The intro, Danny wasn't there. This is no, 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 I'm not calling anybody out because right. they, they, they were at peak. Danny and Sabrina weren't there. Marcos was next. He wasn't there. He was working. Bree Hinckley killed, did the song. Did Delaney was doing the skit and puppet show. She was on she that was bus. An, the next one was Sarah Torado. She was on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Literally four out of the first five, we had to make up within from from like ten o'clock on. Yeah, yeah. So the next one was the skitter puppet show. I say ten o'clock on. I actually text Julian that morning about nine. Maybe maybe nine o'clock, eight forty-five, and I said, I said, Julian, <laughs> I don't think Delaney's going to be there. So can you come up with a skit? Yeah. And they did a great, they did a great job. job. I mean, he he pulled out the costumes. He had he went he and Kim. They do a phenomenal job together. And uh, so he was worked, Peter, Peter, he was Jesus, Jesus, and um, basically characters in the Bible that exhibited boldness. And David. And David, David, yeah. So he just boldness and just what they went through and and how God helped them and. And yeah, it was really good. But so while he was doing that skit, which is which again, great skit, I was looking for Sarah Torado. And I was like, oh, oh no, oh no. And I had this sinking feeling of she's not here. There's a mini object lesson next, and she's not, she's not here. So we went into scramble mode. And I whenever we do these trainings, I always tell teachers to have like a lesson in your back pocket just in case. Yeah. Something that you can spin a bunch of different ways. Well, this is when that actually really helped. So there's a lesson that um, we we teach called uh, What Can Really Make You Happy? And it's based on a piece of paper. You can do it with just a plain old piece of paper. And you fold it. Uh, talk about a guy that wants to be truly happy. He earns all this money, still isn't happy. You fold it into a boat. He buys a boat, still not happy. Makes a house, still not happy. Turns it into an airplane, still not happy. Makes a rocket ship, shoots in outer space, wants to be famous, still not happy. And then uh, this whole time you're folding it and you're tearing the wings off to turn it into a rocket ship. By the way, this is on ApostolicSundaySchool.com if you want to see it. Um, at the very end, this whole thing that you've created folds out into the shape of a cross. And you can say you can look everywhere for happiness, but it really, it's just one prayer away. All you have yeah. to do is just turn to, turn to God. Well, that's great, but it doesn't teach anything about boldness, <laughs> right? And that's what we were talking about. So somehow we had to teach boldness. And I was I, I, the, way, the way I did it was... Uh, this man didn't have anywhere else to turn. He goes to his big house, and he's just lonely and lost. And then some young person had the courage. That big house in the corner that I've been avoiding my whole life. I know God wants me to talk to him, but I just can't do it. Well, they finally stepped out in faith and said, today's the day. And so they knocked on the door, and that man was on you know his last last option and so he went to church found god repented baptized in jesus name and he was saved because some young person stepped out on faith and, and followed the, the plan of god you know you know that that paper if you haven't seen it go go look at it 
I actually uh, used that long, long time ago. If you, you fold it the same way, I believe, but when you tear it, you tear like two things down and it forms a cross. Um, but then you can actually take the pieces, believe it or not. Spell hell. To hell with it, yeah. yeah. So I think I taught yeah. Ananias and Sapphira, not given, well, let's give it a little bit. So it was like giving or something yeah. like that. So you can use that same thing for different lessons. But. Yeah, absolutely. Most most lessons can go a bunch of ways. Um, so after that, we did the second song. Uh, I don't remember which one, Bree. That was the one, it's like see it, Fear, See You Later, Alligator, or something like that. That wasn't the first one? That was the second one. The first one was uh, I've Decided to Follow Jesus, right? That's right. Yeah. I've Decided to Follow Jesus. Which she did again, but great both job. Them were great. Um, then the prayer request, and this was actually the thing that I was supposed to be doing. Um, me and my daughter did it, um, and we were we were again talking about boldness. Well, the verse that says, "Let us therefore come boldly before His throne of grace." This is different than the rest of the lesson because we were talking about how you need to be bold around your friends and being a witness. Well, it's too many times we've seen people come to God without boldness and the bible clearly says come boldly before his throne of grace so i was talking to the kids and tristan came in sniveling and crying and weepy and i'm like what's wrong what's wrong tell me what's wrong she's like you just you don't care not that no no, she didn't say you don't care she said i've done a terrible thing and And you're just gonna hate me and you'll never forgive me and i just i just can't take this and so she runs out crying and i'm just up there going what what but i want to help Tell me what you need. I, I, I'm your dad. I'll do anything I for you. I thought she wrecked your car or something. I, <laughs> it was that bad. She made it look like <laughs> yeah. she had. Well, and then she came in again a second time after we had proceeded talking to the kids for a little bit. She came in, and this time was was with boldness because she knew I loved her, and she knew I cared about her. And yeah. instead of sniveling and crying and saying, you'll hate me, and there's no, you'll never forgive me, she was still sorry, obviously, very apologetic, but she said, I, I just, I messed up really bad. She said, but you've always told me if I just own it and I talk to you that you'll forgive me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I said, yeah, we'll work through this together. We're going to figure this out. And that's how we need to approach God. If we make a mistake, come boldly before his throne of grace so we can find uh, you know, uh, mercy in time of need. So uh, that was prayer request. You know, yeah. the, Everything can teach. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just a spot that fills time, like the the rules or the the intro. We try to try to really emphasize that is everything should contribute to the lesson. So in this case, prayer requests, and then of course the kids gave prayer requests. And mm-hmm. I guess it'd be silly if we didn't, right? Yeah. Um, and then the final lesson. I guess you might know about this, Philly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, a lot of times we we try to communicate with people and and to make sure we're not stepping on each other's toes with doing a exact same object lesson or whatever or the same verse or whatever and so this one i, I i've kind of like phil mentioned earlier about paying kids to say how handsome i am or something like that and uh so i kind of started off with that and uh not not that particularly i just said who's the greatest and the kids bobbly bobbly you know and and then i go to the boy, girls and i'm giving out dollars and stuff and they're all you know cheering me on and my head's getting real big and whatever so i'm going yeah 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 well you know and then i i kind of had a skit and, I, and i'll tell you this is kind of a, a kind of a i thought well you know what i don't think anybody's going to touch on this and uh this topic and uh, but it's something kind of personally kind of bugs me over the years and and you know and if i, I you know i'm going to flat out and i told the kids if you have conviction if you've been on this side of this before then good so if you're out there listening and and, and you've been on this side of this then good um is um is people that kind of I, I don't like clicks and people like we do we do something at our church like these fellowship things that we have where we're trying to reach people you know not because there's anything wrong with them but just because they're shy or something like that or we want to reach out and get people to you know f- get involved and and you know and to try to just help them grow right well i hate when i see um and and i've seen it before with uh not so much me maybe but maybe my grandkids i feel like they kind of like gotten shoved out of the group or whatever so you got the the cool kids so i kind of went like so i grabbed a couple kids from 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 the front row and i said hey guys you know we're gonna play some basketball let's go out to eat and you know whatever so i'm like i'm part one of the cool kids you know and uh then i then i then i 
again, this is one of those on the fly, Philip, can you help me in five minutes, you know, with this lesson? I said, just come over and if, if you could try to pull it out, act a little goofy, you know, so, so I so, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> so, mm, that, so, that I say, I so I say, oh no, there's, there's Philip, there's that new kid, oh no, let's just hope he doesn't see us. Hey guys, you know, he comes up and I'm, and I say, hey, we got a real private, sensitive conversation, can you, you know, I'm, I'm talking about basketball and e- eating lunch, you know, and so I go, oh, got rid of him. Well, I've seen that happen, you know, you see kids and people and I, I started thinking, I go, you know what? That's one thing I don't want to have happen is our bus kids come in to be treated differently, to be neglected because they're on a bus or whatever. So it's something that kind of personally is like, like a pet peeve with me, you know, in a church, not just Sunday school, but anywhere, you know, I don't care what it is, but just trying to reach out and, and socialize with other people. So I do that at first. Well, then I talk to the kids. I said, okay, does that, has anybody ever felt like they've been kind of neglected and left out, you know, whatever. And so, so then, then I said, you know what? Then I kind of got, I got my goofy mode on where I said, well, I've not always been this cool. And I put my nerdy, uh, Bubba teeth on, or you know, just kind of getting goofy and just whatever. So I did that real quick, and uh, and then I reenacted that scene again, as a, and then I called Philip over and had him join in to go out and whatever. So and then I kind of wrapped it up with this: saying boldness is stepping out of your comfort zone to reach out to the people. And I said, Jesus, he did that. He he he, you know, went to the, you know, the the widows and the orphans and brought you know, go to the highways and byways and bring them all in. He, he Sinners and public. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and so that was kind of the take, you know, on this boldness and being having courage. But then also, hey, but if you are that shy person, it takes boldness uh, to take that deep breath. Okay, there's a group, you know, I'm going to go up and introduce myself. I mean, it's hard. I mean, you know, six, seven, eight, ten year old. I mean, there's, there, we have kids that have no problem, but there's a lot that you got to really work with them to bring it out. So I tried to work on both sides, you know. So that's kind of what what I did. So <clears throat> absolutely. So we're just talking about Christian character traits. How do we make these kids the the, the Christian, the, the the person that God wants them to be? So, yep. all righty. Well, I think we have we've been going about an hour and five minutes, so we are just about done. Um, but we do have an announcement. I didn't yes. forget. I didn't forget. And that announcement is it's it's let, let's put a little bit of background on it. Okay. So we were at the Peak Conference, right? And we're there for Bible quizzing. We're there for the Peak Youth Conference. Um, and in, in the middle of that, the last thing on my mind right then, I mean, at that moment, quite frankly, I mean, maybe this is, I, I shouldn't admit this, but I wasn't really thinking children's ministry a whole lot. I was thinking Bible quizzing, Peak, let's just get this, get through this. Um, and there was a little kid came up and said, are you Brother Booker? I'm like, yeah. He goes, we love your videos. They're so cool. We love watching you guys' as Sunday school team. And they're like, uh, yeah, and we saw Delaney, and we saw Danny, and we saw Sarah, and we saw Larry, because they were all there at peak. And they were just they were just going nuts. Well, that was cool. And one, then a second one, and then a third, then a fourth, then a fifth. I'm telling you, there's probably 20 different kids that came up and were just saying that they are uh, having really enjoyed the Sunday school videos that we put out. But equally, they all said, I think almost every one of them said, you said you were going to put one out every month, and it's been two months, and we don't have anything. So here's our announcement, is we are going to try to record our Sunday School again. Not every Sunday, but as often as we can. At least twice a month is what we're shooting for. So we're going to have our Sunday School and then meet back in there and re-record it or redo it and record it for these kids. So uh, this is a commitment, and I'm saying it on the podcast because if no one hears it, it's not a real commitment. So when you, when you guys you, can call me on it. So when you told me one of the kids that came up and, and you said, did Brother Lee really buy a 1,000 pounds? I, I sat there, and I'm like, well, I don't even remember saying that. I but I, I I thought wait a minute and then it came back to me it was on the very the last when we that's made what he the told announcement me. He said it was the last podcast yeah, yeah, or the, the sorry the last recorded when we school. made the announcement say we're not doing it anymore and I go oh, that's what it was I go <laughs> yeah so what he's referring to his little boy came up and said did Brother Lee really buy a hundred pounds of popcorn <laughs> and I had no clue what he was talking about I'm like. I don't remember that. I think well, okay. I think it would stay in my mind. Well, I, I didn't. So it was, it was part of the script. Uh, so I didn't yeah. really mean to do that. So anyway, so we will be doing that. We're starting this Sunday. So on the is that the first? First, right? Uh, it's first. Yeah. yeah. So on August first, we will be putting out a our first video in a long time. So looking forward to that. Until then, brother Lee, anything else? 
No, I think that's good. Well, thank you for joining us again, and everybody that's listening to this. Thank you so much. And we are looking forward to bringing some uh, other people. We we want to bring some outsiders as well. So uh, I'm going to try to. I don't know how to how to do this properly. We're going to have to do some research. But I'd love to get him on a Zoom call or something where you, two of us can ask him questions and you know get him in on the audio. So that'd be a lot of fun. Until then, yeah, God bless good. everybody. We will see you next time. God bless. Bye.